Howdy, howdy. Welcome back to Three for the Money. Uh, if, you not, if you have not applied for the promo code, I'm here to tell you that you still can. So if you use the code MONEY3, M-O-N-E-Y-3, on the Action 24-7 Sportsbook, you will receive a $250 risk-free bet on your first bet. New customers only. Terms and conditions apply. Let's get to it. It's three for the money. New episodes every Friday. And it's the first week, first full week without NFL football. And uh, I'm kind of bummed. I, I don't know what to do with my hands. Kind of like Will Ferrell. I don't know what to do with my hands. It is weird. Yeah. We're just like wandering through this wilderness of gambling. With yeah. <laughs> without the, uh, the NFL, which... Honestly, it gave my life a little bit of structure, you know. It was like Sunday. Yeah, it's like you know Monday. Mondays aren't that bad in the NFL season. You got it's football. like I know what I'm doing Monday. I know what I'm doing Thursday, and I know what I'm doing Sunday. Yeah. Yep. I got three days planned out. Yeah. It's like you get through Monday. It's like all right. Well, I just have well, to dang, get through. There's only three more days till more football. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you got Thursday at work. You're like, all right. Well, there's football tonight, so it's pretty much the weekend. Yeah. And then Friday is just like. I had football last night. Yeah. I'm going to watch college football tomorrow. Yeah. And now then, it's like. And then it's Sunday and then goes back around again. <laughs> give, give my life a lot of structure. That's what I was doing on those days. So. But it's gone. Now we only have the XFL. Yes. Oh. Like the dust in the wind. Excited about that. Gone. But we're here. We're rocking. And. Yeah, if, uh, you know, go ahead and like and comment something. Say that we're stupid or something. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, interact in any way. It really helps us out. Um, okay, well, how are we doing this week, boys? Chris? I'm okay. Nothing's, right. nothing's really, nothing big has happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just... Cruise, like, I feel like college basketball is all I've been gambling on, except the XFL, which we'll get into later. Uh, so I'm just cruising right now. I'm not too low, not too high. I'm just right in the middle, mm-hmm. which is fine. Yeah. It's where you want to be this time of year. You don't want to be too hot before March Madness no. because then you're just screwed when the tournament comes around. Yeah, all your luck runs out. Yep. So I'm happy. I'm happy that I'm just middle of the road right now, if that makes sense. It does make sense. Okay, good. Sean, how are you doing this week? Um, pretty chill. Pretty chill. Uh, been doing the ladder challenge, which is ten to get to ten thousand. Lost on day five. It sucks. So I was like halfway through it, and uh, who was it? God, who was it? It was Illinois. Illinois. Yeah, Illinois minus. 17 something like that i think and they won by 14 <clears throat> it was a sweat the, the entire time they were up by they were up by like 22 at one point and i was like i'm not I'm not comfortable with this no do not like this at no. all um but other than that it's okay i only look at it as i lost 10 dollars yeah yeah so i mean i placed like you know one of the largest the largest bet I've ever placed in my life. Which was what is it? It was hundred and sixty bucks. Nice. But um yeah. I only lost ten. So it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. Um but I've we're never... starting fresh again. We're on day two currently. Currently going on, doing pretty well. What is it? <clears throat> uh the latter pick today is Kentucky minus two and a half against Florida. Yeah, they are rolling. I would love an update, actually. I'm going to take some scrolling because I didn't bet on that. So They were up by six oh. with a minute 48 left in the first half. Okay. They were up by like yeah, they were up by like 10, 15 so. a little bit ago. It's fine. Mm. It's fine. All right. Well, fine. Yeah, uh, <laughs> hockey's not been kind <laughs> either. 
hockey's been – I don't know what's going on. No, no players listening to themselves. They're not following what they're supposed to be doing. They're not doing what I'm betting on them yeah, to do. Well, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They're being dumb. Yeah, that's fair. These guys get paid millions of dollars to skate around. And jerk around. Like, yeah. what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, as the guy that mainly bets hockey on this show, um, I, I've really kind of been busy with, like, life the past week. Uh, I think the only bet that I've placed is Matt McClung to win the slam dunk contest. Dog that Mac. What did I say? What? Mac McClung. Did I say Matt? Yeah. Well, there we go. See? Uh, <laughs> That's I feel like that's a that's a very okay mistake. Yeah. Especially if you don't watch college basketball, you have no idea who the hell this guy is. Yeah. Or his or his mixtape from high school apparently, which I had no idea was he a had thing. A mixtape? Yeah, he like has a like rap? a no, like oh. a highlight like a Oh. I okay. should say mixtape because I, I was, was like, thinking like and one mixtape. I was like he made like a rap album? Like Yeah, that <laughs> guy looks like he's like from Utah or whatever. Yeah. No. no, he has like this really great highlight reel from high school where he's just Dunking on kids. It's insane. But then you watch them playing a game. You're like, who who are you? That 720 dunk was awesome. That was sick. And if we're just going to talk about that, I would like to issue an apology to Mac McClung. I know you listen. Uh, Big fan. Verbal meme. Kind of like the Shaq thing. I didn't know your game. Uh, I kind of was ragging on you because you were in just in – the dunk contest, and then you won. But I would also like, I mean, I, I bet on you, so I like to think I spearheaded that. Yeah, I mean, we said we'd We said it on Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Time, yeah, so we were way ahead of that. Yeah, we were way ahead of the curve. He ended up being, a, you know, the favorite to win it. Yeah. But, I mean, as <coughs> first reported on uh, Three, Three for the, for money. the money. What's his name? Um, Jericho Sims. Something like that. What was he like? That he was just like holding on to the rim. Like he was just he put the like one his, that did he just the put Vince like his Carter. whole arm in it. And I was like, "What are you like?" That was what cool. Vince Carter did that in like the <clears throat> late '90s, early 2000s, and that it was then it was like, "Holy shit, that was awesome!" That was like 20 years ago, man. Like, I saw a come uh, on. <laughs> I saw a, like a crowd reaction. Oh, from that, and people were like, hmm. "It was like church." <laughs> <laughs> they were like, All "There's." Right. Yeah, cool. and he also like he pinned like a note in the net. And, yeah, like, what so was that? It was like a, a it was a fifty. Like he like unwrapped it, and because that's like the highest score you can get oh, on okay. a dunk. Mm-hmm. And I think it was Draymond or someone was like on the call. And he was like, "Oh man, yeah, <laughs> 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 oh, I don't like man. that." Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> like I saw I I was watching it and I saw him put the. The note up there, but I was yeah. like, I was at a bar at the time, and I couldn't like really see what mm-hmm. it said. And I was like, "What is this?" I didn't this watch like... it live. I just was scrolling through Twitter, and I saw that, and I didn't even like. I saw him like dunk, and then he pulled the note thing out, and he took him a while to like unwrap it. And in that like three seconds, I was like, "I don't care." I'm <laughs> Someone had to tell me that's what it was. <laughs> I was like, "That's how boring that was." I couldn't even watch a ten second highlight. Yeah, just I. Did not like what that guy was doing, but Mac McClung, Shout you out. are a dog. Shout out. You absolutely killed it. You won us all three some money. That was amazing. Uh, I think that was my second NBA bet all year. Proud to say I'm one and one in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> and you're up because Thank he you. was plus money. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I'd like to think, uh, you know, we were the first to report that, you know. I'd be shocked if he was talking about dunk contest betting like a week before it actually happened. Yeah. I uh, I did hear that, like, like the actual, like, all-star game was incredibly disappointing. I mean, it always is. Like, I don't, I don't watch any of these all-star games anymore because it's just, like, mm. nobody gives – like, the players don't give a shit. Why should I? Right. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, like people who talk about like that. I think it was the Nuggets coach was like, "Oh, it was the worst basketball game ever played." I was like, "Yeah, it usually is. Mm-hmm. It's millionaires just showing off in front of their friends." Yeah, 
Like, yeah, you get a, re- a few cool, like, highlights, but I'm not going to watch the whole game. I see better plays in, like, regular NBA games. Than- yeah, a lot of the time. I mean, the LeBron thing off the glass to himself was sick. Was that during the All-Star game? Yeah. Oh, okay. That was cool. Jaw had some cool shit, which could have done that in the dunk contest, but whatever. But then Matt McClung wouldn't have won, so I guess. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he didn't. Glad all those bitch-made millionaires decided not to play. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, it's just a joke. All All-Star games are a joke now. It's a shame. Mm-hmm. It really is. I hate it. But I heard that uh, I think uh, Mac McClung's career earnings are like $100,000, somewhere around that. like that. He won $100,000. There we go. Hey. For the dunk contest. Dog. That was like, um, I know y'all don't really watch baseball, but uh, Pete Alonzo, uh, back when he was – coming like his rookie year he i think it was his rookie year or it was early in his career when he was on his rookie deal he was in the home run derby and he won and he won more in the home run derby than he won than he got in his entire paycheck for the year is whatever season that was damn yeah <laughs> i forget the number but um, it was like holy shit so it was kind of like that i would also like to go back to to mac real quick um when he was coming up, it said in the in the box, it said, Matt McClung, 76ers guard. And I was like, technically. No, sir. <laughs> he plays for the Delaware Bluecoats. Yep. And then on Tuesday morning, he was on ESPN talking about the dunk contest. His backdrop was the Delaware Bluecoats. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. I was like, he's in the facility. <laughs> I think the Sixers had signed him to like a, I don't want to say a 10-day, but like he's up on the roster now, I, I think. Called up. I think, yeah. I think he is. He was at one point. I don't know if they just did that for the All-Star game or the dunk contest, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I like to see him get some minutes because uh, he get bodied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a nice little uh, 15 minutes of fame for him. but I hope he just does this every year. Let's just do yeah. dunk contests. Yeah. That'd be kind of yeah. cool. <laughs> just a hired gun for the dunk contest. <laughs> he reminded me of um, when the NHL All-Star Game was in Nashville. And John Scott, AHL legend, yeah, was the captain <laughs> yeah. and MVP of the All-Star Game. And he got carried around on... NHL players' shoulders after the game. That was a nice little fantasy camp for him. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's kind of like that, but, like, John's – correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember entirely. Wasn't he – like, he was a older guy. Yeah. He yeah. Was, yeah he was so, like his... it's – like, Matt McClung, he's still trying to make it. John Scott's like, okay, yeah, you're not going to make it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this one guy has promised you're just, like – you're just playing for the love of the game at this point. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I mean, hats off to him. I don't really care. Just for him, an but. AHL player being named MVP for the NHL All Star Game. It's a joke. Is a major, and I, I'm pretty sure that was voted on by fans. I can't so remember. But. I I am like ninety percent sure that's what it was, and if true, amazing. Like, they're just really just, like, sticking it. It's just like, hey, we don't care. We'll vote for the guy who's not even in the league. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Which, they say that all of these are, like, fan-casted votes to get into the the NHL, the NBA, All-Star game. Yeah. It's not true. No. It's not true. They're going to pick the players that bring in the most money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If, If it were true, they would be getting, like, Fourth liners that are just like that have like three teeth, yeah, just for the hell of it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Hey, vote for this guy. Yeah, I'd like to see Austin Watson in the uh, <laughs> hockey player <laughs> in the all star game. <laughs> um, well, yeah, that was the uh, that was the dunk contest. Um, I think since we are sponsored by uh, Action 24 7, we should probably talk about some some uh, some Tennessee sports. Do we have to? I guess we don't have to, but it is something to talk about. What 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 team? 
the Titans. Okay. They're going to say the Tennessee basketball. We can get there. We, we, we can get there. To. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, it's Wednesday as we're recording this. So, uh, it's it'll be Friday when you're listening. So, obviously, y'all know that we've cut Lawan, Randy Bullock. Robert Woods. Robert Woods. Zach and Zach, Zach Cunningham. As of now. Yeah, as of right now. Um, and this uh, – I, I was – I was always a Taylor Lewan guy. Mm-hmm. He definitely had his faults. He definitely had his moments where he was a moron. Mm-hmm. Um, but cutting him was definitely the right move because he was getting paid too much and he gets hurt all the time. But at the same time, like, I'm looking at all these tribute videos and it's just like, that guy was a dog, dude. Oh, yeah. In his prime, he was, yeah, like you said, he was a dog. Like, you you don't see these players that just go to war for mm-hmm. for anyone on their team. You don't you don't see that in the in the league today. And he was on those terrible teams. Like yeah, two and fourteen. And he was, was he was the pivotal moment where we like turned it around. Mm-hmm. He was like one of the players that was like, we are building for something better. Yeah, mm-hmm. he like, was the first building block for the yeah. rebuild. Yep, and I am. I'm very sad to see him go. Mm-hmm. Um, he's al- he's always been the boy. He's been a fucking knucklehead <laughs> for a lot of the a lot of that time, taking a bunch of dumb penalties. Um, but man, he just he gets you. He gets you in the heart. He pulls you in. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no. I don't think there's a funnier NFL moment than when the Titans were playing the then Redskins. And he shot Josh Norman the the arrow. The arrow. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was All hilarious. time move. All time move. I liked. Um, or when he went to war against um, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman yeah. After hitting Marcus Mario. like that. Yeah. Out of bounds. Just gotten up yeah. in his face, just barking at him. I liked. Um, this was like. Around the time where he was just committing dumb penalties and costing us games. I think we were playing the Broncos. And it was Harry Douglas and Aqib Tlaib got into a thing. And it turned into like, all right, everyone's going to go over and push each other and shit. And Taylor Lewan was like, nope. And he walked his ass. Like, the fight was on the sidelines. He walked his ass to midfield and just sat Set down. down. Yeah. I was like, that was when I was like, okay, yeah. I like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> he knew that he was, like, already in hot water. Yeah, and like, he was I'm going like, to do something to... stupid. I'm just going to yep. get 30 <laughs> yards away from this yep. thing. That's, I think that is the moment when he turned it around. And he also he liked to. He had a couple that. more. But, like, but that was. The that thing. was, like, it. That was, yeah. like, no more, like, really dumb. No more clearing the pile against Oakland that cost us the game and we won of whatever year that was. I went to that game with my dad and I have never seen that man more mad <laughs> at a player in my life. I get it. I was furious. I get it too. But like I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> Fun fact, that was Tony Romo's first game as a broadcaster. Oh. I remember I was watching that on TV and I he that was like when he was just predicting plays. Yeah. And I was like, okay, who the hell is this guy <laughs> who was just predicting everything? And then, because I think I missed like the very beginning where they show, because they don't show the broadcasters again until halftime. Yeah. I was like, who the hell is this guy? And then they showed him at halftime. I was like, what the hell, Tony? It's <laughs> like, you could read defenses that well. Why didn't you like have a better career? <laughs> I just thought, mm. but yeah, that was just. I will remember that game forever for Lawan costing us the game and Tony Romo. It was his first game as a commentator. But I do want to I do want to bring up the fact that um, Rand Carthon last night was at the Preds game. He was. Yeah, I, he, I I was watching it on TV and they showed him on TV, and immediately the next day he chose violence. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. he I was mean, just like, oh, I see how this team is run. I can't let that happen. I and love I respect it. it. I love it. <laughs> I mean, he's just coming. He's like, "Yeah, we're yeah, we're cleaning." Like, I've I don't care about these players. Yeah, <laughs> I have no emotional attachment to them. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> see ya. But like, I'm fine. Like, uh, like I'm fine with all the moves he's made. Mm-hmm. Like, it sucks. Lawan had to get cut, but he had to get cut. Bullock, the kicker. I was like, I get it. 
was, was he was that, more for the meme than anything to me. He was so good. He was he was good. He was good. He was he a, was average. He, he was a gamble. He was a gamble. Pass. I mean, what did you say, Will? Fat Randy was a past 45, 46, 47, complete gamble. Yeah. Complete toss-up if he was going to hit this or not. And we lost week one to the Giants from not 45, like 46, 30, was 47. It? it was like on the 30th. Yeah. And yeah, Fat Randy was an average NFL kicker. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, he made his kicks, except for the ones that were that farther away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kickers are also dime a dozen. I mean, when you, you can buy them off the street. You can buy them. You can buy these kids off YouTube if you want. Yeah. If um, you don't have like an elite one, you might as well just cut them and see if you find see if you find an elite. One. Yeah. Let let Stonehouse do it. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> we got a cool. That guy can do anything. <laughs> be a be a punter and kicker. Yeah, he could do it. That Has any badass. NFL player ever done that? Probably back in the day. I yeah, like George Blanda or something. I don't know who that is. Played in like the '60s. Okay, that's why I don't know. Who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, and like cutting Robert Woods, you know, it's fine with that. Yeah, that's it. Was okay. Uh, I I was, thought he'd be a little bit more reliable. I guess. More active in the passing game. That's one game. of the things. It, but also, like, our passing game was run by an alcoholic moron. <laughs> so. See ya. I was, I was going to say, I was like, I don't know if it was the passing game sucked, so Robert Woods didn't put up numbers, or if it wasn't, or if it was like, well, the receiving course sucked, so the passing game will then suck. Yeah. So it's sort of like. It was kind of both. It, probably. Yeah. yeah. And just our offense in general is a joke. <laughs> Who's uh, Tim Kelly? New OC. New OC. Let's ride. Got a lot of work to do. First yeah. thing he needs to do is change these damn audibles. Because I don't know if you saw it, AJ went on Raw Room and was just yeah. talking about how he gave the Eagles everything, and he was which is I mean oh I don't give a shit about tons that tons of players do that oh, I don't give a yeah, shit about there's that there's nothing wrong with that I don't care about that but it was the fact that he said like they don't change anything yeah I was like he knew he knew like the the audibles I was like you should change that like almost like a game to game basis yeah <laughs> I was like that that should be Tim because like all right we're changing all of our calls or like it could be the same offense just change the fucking verbiage uh-huh. because like we shouldn't have guys just being able to because We'll play a former player again at some point. Yeah. The amount of guys we cut. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think now that Lawan is gone, I think it pretty much cements that we are going to draft a tackle in the first round. I feel I like. I really don't know. I have no idea. I, I agree. I, I feel like we have to. I agree, but I don't really know. Other than, like, quarterbacks and a couple of wide receivers, I don't really know the draft board that well. I haven't really looked at it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if there's, like, oh, we could get this guy from fucking somewhere. I don't know. In, like, the second round. Uh-huh. If we want to go skill position. And, like, I don't know. Or we could trade. I have no idea. Yeah. But we definitely will be drafting or signing someone. Because if we roll out Dennis Daly again, I'm not watching a single fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Uh... It would, like, he's a, like, I'm. He's a joke. That dude needs to watch tape and stop hitting up prostitutes on Instagram. <laughs> I don't. That dude pisses me off. I don't think watching tape. He just has no he's talent. Just, yeah, he's just bad. <laughs> he really is. He just can watch bad. all the tape he wants. He's just bad. But I did have to throw in that he was messaging I mean, he prostitutes on Instagram. Yes. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's what he was doing. <laughs> like mid-season. <laughs> like. Uh. So that's hilarious. Probably trying to change something. It, and it, he was, like, trying to get deals on it. Uh, <laughs> like, it was like, I didn't. I ain't do doing nothing much. less than 5K. He's like, no, I'll give you three. Like, dude, get <laughs> out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> what are you doing? You need to go to a, if you're negotiating prices, you need to go to a different <laughs> prostitute. <laughs> I don't know much about that world, but I feel like that's, like, a thing. It's like, 
they, it's not a garage sale. <laughs> haggle. You can't haggle with a prostitute. Yeah, I don't think uh, pimping is a bartering business. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh no. Anyway, yeah. Oh, no. Anyways. Um, yeah, what were we talking about? Uh, Dennis we were, Daly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was talking about how I think, in my opinion, as it stands right now, like, I've seen a few mock drafts of, like, the top ten, and, you know, Titans have 11, and, like, none of them have, like, tackles. Yeah. So, that are that are going. Here's the thing. So, um, if we draft a tackle, I think, in the first round, I think we have to trade or sign a wide receiver. Okay. Yeah, um, we have to. Yeah. Yeah. Because if we don't draft a wide receiver in the first round or second round, like a name, like a, a name one, yeah. like who would or you, sign? Who up. would you want out of the draft? Out of out? No, out of, not out of the draft. Out of a free, free agency agent. or a trade? I mean, I don't know who any free agents are right now. So yeah, I don't know the list. Uh, I mean, if we get any, we can get okay. We can go to <laughs> trades then because there are a couple names on the market right now. There are there. I think T. Higgins is on yeah. the block. Mike Evans is on the block. I would like Mike Evans. I would really like Mike mm-hmm. Evans. Uh, T. Higgins actually wouldn't be that bad. I would. I think T. Higgins. T. Higgins is like a wide receiver one. Yeah. He. I mean, he would immediately be wide receiver one for us. Yes. Yeah. And he's a three for Cincy. He's two. Two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Edmund Boyd kind of. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Any anybody honestly, if you have a pulse. Yeah. yeah if you have a come on. As long as you're not a corpse and you can catch a ball, I'm kind of game. Yeah, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, because right now we got Burks, NWI, NWI. That's about it. Uh, maybe Kyle Phillips if he comes back, but I don't think maybe he decides to show up. Yeah. Yeah, some guys I don't remember. But, We're good. Uh, yeah, there, there's not really a name out there. Well, if we sign a wide receiver, I'll be like. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I don't want the like he's he's making us worse. Nobody will make us worse. <laughs> That's fair. That is unless it gets to like the very end, and yeah. it's like he's our big signing, and it's some I don't know some scrub, and I'm like, oh, okay, we're gonna suck again. Yeah, if, if we like sign a game. if we sign somebody at wide receiver, and I'm like, who? I know I'm like, oh. We're in trouble. Mm-hmm. But I think with all these cuts, it's like, do we sign, like, a good player? Or do yeah, we sure. decide to suck next year? See, this is – And try to go for, like, a is, quarterback. I was going to save this for later, but I guess I can ask it now. Um, who do you think our biggest threat in the division is? It depends. I mean, right Probably now, Jacksonville. Right now, it's the Jags. Yeah, but it depends what the Colts do in the draft and in free agency because they have a shit ton of cap room. Right. Yeah. And that scares me too because the Jags are going to be good. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So like, it could be that's... our only threat is the Jags, and then the Colts are like, in a few years they'll be a threat, or it could be the Jags are a threat and the Colts are better. Do you think though that the Jags are a threat the way that? Cincinnati's a threat. The Ravens are a threat. The Bills are a threat. No, no, exactly. They're not a threat to win so, a Super Bowl or even make like a deep playoff run. But I know a- this is such a just like trash franchise way to think. But as long as you get into the playoffs, this is just me. As long as we can get into the playoffs, I think just about anything can happen. I yeah. mean, we've seen it firsthand. We've I've we seen it firsthand. Um, so I think really our only big competitor is Jacksonville. As I know. Now, yes. I know that later on in the season you will have to face those deeper threats mm-hmm. like Cincinnati. Oh, Kansas I was just City. talking about in the division. Yeah, I'm, I know. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. One, okay. So I think we need to be. We need to build to a caliber of Jacksonville. Which I don't think that is really that hard. Sentence makes me uncomfortable. I know, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I don't think it's really Jacksonville is the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's really that hard, though. I mean, it's not. You get. I mean, they're not anything like they're good. 
Mm-hmm. They're not anything special. I just don't. I know everyone was loving Trevor Lawrence. He was fine. He was he, fine. He was good. Yeah. He did nothing that was like, oh, this guy, watch out. He was like, yeah, these are throws an NFL quarterback should be able to make. Yeah. It was yeah. nothing out of the ordinary. I was like, yeah, he's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, he may prove me wrong. He may come out next year and ball out. But as of now, nothing about him is like, oh, this guy's going to ruin us for years. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't get that yet. I don't I don't get that sort of Andrew Luck type of vibe yeah. from from Lawrence just yet. Mm-hmm. Because we've beat Lawrence before. Yeah. We never beat several Luck. times. Several times. Um but Lawrence. If three times. Uh, yeah, twice. that's not that's not several. <laughs> <laughs> never mind, not several. Twice. A couple times. Um but I think as long as we can stay in contention of winning the AFC South, I think the Titans don't need to completely rebuild. I think they still no. have a lot of good weapons and pieces on the field. I do think the defense is still good. I think our defense second, is good. The secondary is so good. They're young, but they're so good. I mean, the D-line – I mean, the Dude, pass rush Amani is Hooker, still – Amani Hooker should be making like – Twenty-one million dollars somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he will. we got him until like twenty twenty-seven. Is it that long? Yeah. Holy shit! I looked up the like the. Well, he becomes a UFA in twenty twenty-seven. I didn't know it was that long. Yeah. Wow. And awesome. we got him for like six million dollars. Like, and he's, he's he is a shut down guy. Yeah, he's like, good. That guy mm-hmm. rocks. If we don't pay Simmons though, I'm like, which I think Carthon will. I think, yeah, I think he's, I think Simmons is a, Simmons is a key You can build the defense around around him him. Mm -hmm. because he's a fucking dog. He is, he is an Aaron Darnold type defender. He is, 100%. Mm -hmm. And I know that, like, those terms don't get thrown out lightly, but, But but he is, like, and I think he is on a shitty team. To get, and I think he gets overlooked in comparison between the two, but I think he is kind of like in that same range. He definitely is. Of top D tackles in the league. Top D tackles in the league. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think a lot of things got to go right, honestly, for the Titans to really do well next season. Um, It is. Difficult to see us being bad with, you know, Vrabel as our coach. Like, I mean, I can definitely see it. No, well, I can see us being bad. Okay, yeah, yeah. I can. No, I can see us being bad. Okay. Like it's just I can never see us being out of it. Yeah. I can't see us being like the Texans. Yeah. Like three wins or something like that. I yeah. can see us being bad, but I can't see us being like completely yeah. out of it. Out of. Mm-hmm. Out of playoff contention out of mm-hmm. division winning like yeah. i can see us being like we were bad. I was like, we were bad we were bad year. this year yeah like <laughs> like but we were like it, the the division winner came down to week 18 mm-hmm. yeah we were still in it like that's all you need mm-hmm. to make a run i i know we weren't going anywhere like we would not have done what jacksonville did no. in the playoffs no. The comeback. The no. comeback. No. Yeah. We would have got slapped by the Chargers. Yeah. We would have got bent over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we were still in it. We still had a chance. And that's all you, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. Who knows how that game would have gone But if the Titans were in it. But I don't know. Um, yeah. I feel like I, uh, talking in circles. but <laughs> Yeah. I, I started saying this thing uh, towards the end of the season when I was kind of giving up after, you know, the third or fourth loss in a row. Um, and things were floating around like, oh, should the Titans, like, tank? Should the Titans blow it all up? And I'm like, the only way that the Titans tank is if Mike Vrabel has a season-ending injury. I know that's just a funny. <laughs> that's just a, a funny way of, of putting. He goes into cardiac arrest halfway through the game. Like, yeah, like he he doesn't coach 
is what is basically what I'm saying. Yeah. Because imagine if we had Mike Frabel with a quarterback. I mean, we've seen that. Yeah, Ken we've, we've had Mike Frabel with a quarterback. Tannehill's first two years, he was awesome. Yeah. And the Titans were Tannehill awesome. was, like, putting up, like, Mahomes passer rating numbers. completions and, like, touchdown to interception, like, ratios, like, did, compared to Mahomes. Like, it was kind of wild. I mean, that one year – how many touchdowns did he throw that year we were – like, where he was, I forget what year it was, but where he was like playing out of his mind. It was like thirty. Was it the was it? it the one seed year? Maybe I don't know. They all run together. <laughs> but yeah, he had one year where he was being like hit on paper, like when we were playing on national television. They bring up the graphic. It was like his numbers and Mahomes, and they were like identical. Yeah, or like close to. So it. he has like Vrabel like, has had a great quarterback before. That great quarterback just kind of turned into shit to mediocre. <laughs> and I don't even know what we're gonna do. Not even the quarterback range. I don't know if we should trade him. But we got we got a lot of stuff to figure out. We before. I think that's a whole nother discussion we could save for next week. Honestly, because we that's should. God. That's that's a whole nother mm-hmm. thing, and we'll have more information about it where. It looks like they're trending probably yeah. next week too. So, yeah. But <clears throat> draft isn't too the far only thing away. I know is that draft Derrick Henry is on this team. <laughs> draft isn't like month and a half. Yeah, April. Mm-hmm. April something. Yeah. yeah. Combine starts next week. I could care less about the combine. I, we're just getting inching I, closer I, to the. I draft. know. I just I hate when people talk about the combine. It's like, oh, we're gonna figure out a lot about these players. Like, no, we're fucking. Yeah, I, they're out, I get it. They're running in short. They're running drills in shorts. Like everyone looks good when you're running in shorts. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't care. Like I just, I don't care about the combine. Mm-hmm. To us, like the common man, it's not. It it's cool to watch someone like bench like a lot. But I mean, I'm sure all the football guys will be like, oh. You can see a lot for this, this, and it's like, I, yeah, but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I just remembered another Taylor Lewan moment that is one of my favorite things All right. ever. Um, in an episode of the league, uh, he appears. Oh. He appears at the NFL yeah. Combine the year he was drafted. I forgot. And about uh, that. he he picks up um, Kevin. Yeah. yeah. And he's just like, "Don't worry, big boy. Daddy's got you." <laughs> Yep. I'm going to miss that, man. I really am. I'm going to miss that guy. That's funny. I for- I'd totally forgotten about that. I'd forgotten about it until we started talking about the combine. That's funny. Mm-hmm. All right, that's probably enough Titans talk uh, for this week. Um, Chris, why don't you uh, talk about your XFL bets? I would we love have a new to. segment on the show called Chris's XFL Corner. I'm just going to – I've made the decision. I've, I don't know if I'm going to keep going after this week. I'm betting every XFL game this week. Uh, the I don't know if did y'all watch? No, no. It was awesome, dude. There was one the Houston Orlando game was a dud. That's because Orlando's garbage. Uh, but the rest of the games, St. Louis scored fifteen points, I think it was, in like a minute and a half to come back and win against San Antonio. Uh, um, where the the um. The Sea Dragons game, that was kind of a dub. We got that cool flip from Danucci to Titans legend Josh Gordon. It's been, like, electric. So, uh, yeah, I'm betting on every game this week. And I, I did watch most of the games, so I think I kind of have a feel for the, for the teams. So let's just get into it. Game one, the Seattle Sea Dragons taking on the St. Louis Battlehawks over 36 and a half. Dumb name. Which one? Battle Hawks. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. But uh, I'm taking over 36 and a half. Uh, both offenses. That is absurdly low. All these are kind of low. <laughs> um, all the to- I think the highest total was 40. Ooh. Yeah, I, you have to remember. This, <laughs> I know. Yeah. But, I mean, these are two, like, the Seattle, they didn't put, I think, they got beat by D.C. last week. But they have a very pass-heavy offense. 
Danucci threw the ball 54 times, I think. Um, That's yeah. like Joe Flacco numbers. Oh, he didn't put up very – like, he threw the ball a lot. Not yeah. for very many yards, but he threw the ball a lot. Uh, St. Louis's defense, I don't love – I mean, San Antonio doesn't have a good offense from what I can tell, and they were able to score. So, and they, yeah, St. Louis needed a miracle to come back and win that game. So, I'll take over 36 and a half, especially with, like, this league – wants points you can tell that with the with the conversion thing with like the one two and three points and the like the onside kick rules so both these offenses kind of have the unpredictability to be able to just go out and put up 30 themselves honestly mm-hmm. um that i don't think that'll happen but i like 36 and a half as a get over reverse that with dc vegas under 36 and a half both these offenses are terrible uh D.C., uh, I forget his name. Is that the guy that's been benched in every league? No, that was Paxton Lynch. He plays for Orlando. I'll get Ah. into that later. Um, D.C., I forget the quarterback's name. They benched him, and they brought in De'Eric King, who played at Houston, and was pretty good at Houston, but he didn't really do much in this game. He only rushed for a touchdown. So, D.C. only scored 18 points. Vegas looked really good in their game, and then they just completely crumbled. They were up 14-3. to And I don't know if they scored. I think they scored three more points the rest of the game. I forget that final, but they didn't. I know they lost to Arlington. Um, I like the under thirty-six and a half. Both these deep or both these offenses suck. So this is gonna be this is gonna be the dud of the week. It's gonna it's gonna be bad. Um, and then we're gonna go uh, San Antonio Brahmas minus three. Let's um, go, my Brahmas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the exact same. <laughs> well, let me look up who they're playing real quick. I forgot. <laughs> oh, no. These names are so silly. I know. Oh, yeah, they're <laughs> hilarious. Oh, while Chris looks this up, um, I saw a highlight from uh, back in the day with the XFL uh, where uh, Memphis Maniacs, they had one of the <laughs> coldest logos of all time. Oh, they did, yeah. yeah. And uh, the who was it, the San Antonio – Rage? Orlando. Orlando Rage. Rage. It's a shame that Orlando didn't bring back the Rage this this time around because that logo is also sick. It was was my favorite logo as a kid growing up. Yeah. I'll show you. Um, Oh, they're – oh. Wait a minute. They're playing the – this format makes no sense. Oh, they're – all right, yeah, the Brahmas are playing the Guardians. The Guardians are trash. Uh, they had, they, uh, I guess he's still on the team. Paxton Lynch um, first made history last week. Yep. First quarterback to have been benched in the NFL, CFL, USFL, and XFL. Give him a trophy. So uh, I said build the statue. Arena League's coming back in 2024, so <laughs> I guess he'll probably be on one of those teams. Uh, <laughs> I hope we get the Cats back. I do, too. That'd be electric. I'm season tickets uh, absolutely <laughs> but uh yeah the guardians are they're just terrible uh the brahmas had that game against st louis locked up until they collapsed so orlando can't do that <laughs> so we'll ride to the hot hand and then speaking of hot hands close it out houston roughnecks minus four and a half this team is insane they're far, they were they're i forget where they were in the odds to win the whole thing in the preseason but they're now Heavy, not heavy favorite, but the clear favorite. They beat the hell out of Orlando last week. There was it was pretty awesome. So I'll take them minus four and a half. I'll take them against any team, honestly. My Houston Roughnecks. I'm I'm going back. Placing a future on it. <laughs> Maybe we'll see how they if they win this week. I'll put a I'll put a future on. Okay. It. <laughs> All right. But yeah, that was Chris's XFL gambling corner. I love it. And uh. If I do well this week, I went uh, – I forget. I think I went one and one. I think I only bet on Sunday. I think I went one and one. So uh, – I'll tell you on the Barama's one. There we go. If we if we have a good week, maybe we turn this into a thing where I, just, I bet all four games. Oh, this is week. already a thing. Yeah, you're, you're – All right, I'm locked in. Let's do it. You're already locked in. Okay, well, we're doing it then. <laughs> so, I'm pretty excited. Let's rock. And a little scared. There's no need to be scared. You're a smart guy. Yeah. You'll figure it out. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. Yeah. 
I believe in you. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's move on. Sean, you uh, you wanted to talk about the Predators? I did. Nashville Predators did win last night, uh, Tuesday night, against the Vancouver Canucks. But they were up 4-2 to two with a minute and seven seconds left in the game. Who have who the Canucks have heavily like have become big sellers. Mm-hmm. Trade deadline is coming up real quick. They've become real big sellers and they've benched Luke Shin last night due to trade reasons. And they almost lost with a minute and seven seconds left in the game. Preds are currently seven points out of a playoff spot. Ryan Johansson is going to need knee surgery, which is – it hasn't – there hasn't been an official timetable, but he is likely out for the season. He got surgery today, I think. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, I don't know what they're going to do. Like, this competitive rebuild that they've been talking about for years is ridiculous. It's ridiculous at this point. Um, I don't know if they should sell. I don't know if they should buy. I don't know if they should just chill, just keep what they have and hope for a good draft and free agents or whatever. But they are not doing well. Mm-hmm. If I had to put money on it, they will not make the playoffs. No. I agree. I think that – Predators are in a weird position. I feel like the roster that we have right now is one of the best rosters that we've had. Like, going into this year, we got a stud second-line winger in Niederreiter, and we got another great defenseman in McDonough. And going into the season, I was, like, pretty excited. Mm-hmm. Um, it just this, – this mix of players – just isn't uh, isn't isn't it really? That's that's really what it comes down to. That's the only constant really that's come from you know when we when we made the run to the Stanley Cup. That's the only constant is like we've had this core of Forsberg, Johansson, Yossi, Ekholm, and you know we've we've traded a few players like Ellis and Arvidsson, but like it's this is the only constant. And I, me personally, I'm in the camp of trading everyone except for Forsberg, Yossi, and Soros. And that is it. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is, that's all I, and trade everyone. Well, do, do let you, me, let me ask you this though. Except like the young guys. I saw this, I saw this question proposed on Twitter. If you could get a heavy amount of stock and draft picks and all this stuff for UC Soros, would you do it with Askarov coming up soon? That's tough. I it's mean, Lankinen, not bad. He can he can win you a few games. Yeah. But we still had Connor Ingram. Yeah. But would you do it? No. Uh, well, man, that's tough. That's tough. I know. It's it is tough. But it's 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 what is best for the team at this moment. Yeah. It's uh it's just like Saros is a top ten NHL goalie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's he's a starter in this league. He's shown that he's he can play. And he's young. Yeah. And he's, he's cheap. Yeah. And it it just like goalies are just like Developing them are never a sure thing. Almost never. There's not really a correlation between goalies drafted in the first round or goalies drafted in the seventh round. A lot of the times you can just draft, like throw away a, a fifth or sixth or seventh round, round draft pick on drafting a goalie, like throwing a, a dart at a dartboard. And sometimes they work out and sometimes they do. Um, we have seen Goalies drafted in the first round do well, but uh, it's it's just never a sure thing. And that 
it just puts a lot on Askarov uh, as like a young guy who's only played one NHL game. And it's just, it's just really tough because like we have players that are in their prime. Yossi, Forsberg, Soros, Duchesne, they are all kind of in their prime. And it's it's tough. It's really tough to make a decision about this team. It It's like, it's really tough because all these players are in their prime. And it, it begs the question, do we want to do a full rebuild? And rebuilding is, in hockey is tough because there's more players in it and there's more time to develop players. It takes years. Yeah. And, like, you look at a team like – Detroit, like they were good. They were like the greatest team for like 25 years and they have been terrible for uh, the last eight years. And a lot of people look at that as being like they've been rebuilding for eight years. But and but like now they might be in the playoff mix. Maybe they're definitely not going to make any noise, but uh, it's. And, and you you can't compare it to Detroit just because like they got Steve Eiserman, who's like one of the smartest individuals in hockey or sport. Yeah, like, he's the one that built like the original Tampa Bay like super team. Yeah, Stevie Y built that team that that uh, repeated. Yeah, and it's 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 tough to compare to like Detroit, and it's. It's too far-fetched to compare them to Arizona because Arizona, no one should ever be compared to Arizona. <laughs> no, like, that's sad. Nobody, nobody's, I don't think anybody's that bad historically. <laughs> um, I would like to propose a coaching change to kind of I agree. turn I everything around. I think a coaching change could potentially turn just about everything around, if I'm being honest. We have all these great players like that – like. Duchesne, Forsberg, Ekholm, Yossi, Saros, like all of these great players in their prime are just not producing. Yeah. Except Yossi. I mean, well, Yossi's just different. Yeah. But we saw we saw Duchesne and Forsberg create, um, you know, career highs last year. Mm-hmm. What's the difference this year? Like, I mean, and also Forsberg's hurt. Nope. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think if the Predators do not make the playoffs, which is extremely likely, John Hines is gone. He has to be. He has to be gone. And I will parade in the streets <laughs> when that day comes. Because from the get-go, I have never liked John Hines. Nope. No. Um, Boyle, you fire Peter LaViolette and then you hire a guy that got fired for the exact same reasons. On a far worse team. On a far worse team. Yeah. That makes no fucking sense, dude. Yeah. Like, Poyle's on his God, way out, too. get this. Yeah, I mean, I – Poyle's done a great – he's done great things. Oh, yeah. He's done great things for the franchise and winning his GM in, a, a, in NHL history. It's just but time. You got to hang up the cape, man. I'm gonna put old like, Yeller down. I I hate to say that, but I'm like, dude, I think it's time. Um, releasing or putting Tolvin in on waivers, who is having like, it's had like ten games, goals, 10 goals in, in twelve, 12 games. games. I thought it was like, yeah, a lot. Like, yeah, he's produced more goals than like half of the Preds roster mm-hmm. combined. That that alone should be a fireable offense. Thinking that he would clear waivers is asinine. Yeah. Absolutely asinine. You don't think a single team would take a chance on that guy? Especially, like, an expansion team that just came into the league last year. Like, the only players that go to waivers are players that can't play, and nobody picks them up. Yeah. When a player that can play or has, like, any sort of potential Mm -hmm. it, it goes on waivers... It's usually someone's just gonna like take a chance on it. That's also usually like a cap dump. Yeah, like it's just like, hey, get rid of this 
guy. Like, we, it's like he's taking up too much cap space or, like, we don't really need him right now. Or just like, no, we kind of needed Tolvanen. Yeah. Yeah. We need young players. Yeah. So first overall – he was – not first overall. First, first round. round pick. Sorry. Um, and you just let him go for free. And you could have traded him, like, two years for ago. Something. For a first round pick yeah. if you wanted to. Fireable offense. Fireable. Yeah. I think if if the Predators don't make the playoffs and Poyle steps down, they're blowing it up. Which I'm 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 actually okay with. Because you know why? Because I can go to games for like six dollars. <laughs> like back in the good old days. Yeah, because I was tight. <sighs> that cup run ruined everything. Yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, that cup run was a little, a little tough on the wallet afterwards. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But that's all I really wanted to say about the Preds. They pissed me off last night. They still won, but I kind of wish they didn't. I mean, even like in the post game, uh, Niederreiter, uh, he was the first star in, in his like interview, and Kara Hammer was like, "How do you feel about the win or whatever?" He's like, "Well, we won, but we played, we were bad." Yeah, like that's just like finally how, somebody is like. I mean, I haven't really been watching super close, and so maybe people have been saying that. This team sucks. Fucking yeah. say it. The team is. <laughs> this team is the definition of mediocrity. Yes, like they'll put up they'll put up seven against a playoff team, and then get like and they get blank. blown out. I I know the Bruins are really good, but five nothing on your home ice is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you go around and smack the hell out of the Panthers. Where you said seven goals. Yeah. Makes no sense. And then I know you played, like, the night before, but then just get, like, butt-smacked against the Wild, who is also a division rival playoff team, Mm -hmm. who is probably a opponent you will be playing in the playoffs at some point. If you make it. If you make it. Like, there's only – I think there's only one game left in their schedule where they're playing a non-playoff team right now. And the rest are all playoff teams. Even if we play non-playoff teams, and we fucking just lost to the Coyotes, so it's like I don't know. I, nothing. Anytime they take the ice, I'm like, yeah. None. None of these games are like, yep, this is a win. Yeah, I'm kind of. I'm kind of good with um, getting anything we can for Duchesne or. Um, Do you think anyone would take on Duchesne's contract? Yeah. Yeah, somebody would. Like, okay. I just – I don't know the game like y'all do, so I didn't know. And I think he has, like, two or three years left on his deal. Didn't he sound like a well, – he, he has signed been, an eight-year deal. He has been here a while. I forget how – Kind of wild he's already been here for, I forget. Like, yeah, it's like years. I forget how he's been here for a long sure it was time. Eight? I thought it was seven. Because I don't think you can sign an eight-year deal. Oh, wait. Eight. Maybe it was seven. I think huh. I think Max is, like, six. Oh, I thought it was seven. Mm. But it's not eight. But, like – he only has like two or three years left on his deal. We c- if like if we're blowing it up, we might as well eat cap to try to get a better draft pick. The Coyotes will probably take him. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, they they wouldn't give up like high. Picks, I know it's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some mock trade that it was like, would you trade Matt Duchesne for a first round pick from Carolina and like a prospect? Yes. I'm like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And a couple other, like, sprinkled, like, third, fourth-round picks in there. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like – Definitely. We got to do that, especially because we have prospects spearing fans. <laughs> committing felonies. <laughs> got to love the Q. <laughs> Q's a different animal. <laughs> but I think we've been rolling for yeah for a little, little – uh, for, for enough. Yeah. It's a good place to end it. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for watching or listening. Uh, please like, comment, subscribe. Uh, interacting with this really, really helps us out. Um, follow us on Twitter. Uh, we, we tweet out our picks. I've been kind of busy with life, so I haven't really been tweeting out picks. But, you know, Chris has 20 bets a day. Yeah, not 20. 20 bets on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Chris bets a lot, a lot, on most days. Uh John, here and there. Um, I bet every day. I just don't give them out every day. Yeah. Um, Probably should should have tweeted about uh, Mac McClung, but whatever. 
I didn't think he was going to win. So <laughs> that's why I didn't do it. Well, also, fun. maybe just watch the show and you'll, yeah. you'll see it then. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's all their fault. Yeah. Exclusive content. Yes, exclusive picks. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, John, if you would like to do the promo code. I would love to. Uh, promo code is money three m o n e y three. You can use that code on the Action Twenty Four Seven Sportsbook, or exclusively on the Action Twenty Four Seven Sportsbook. When you use the code money three, you will receive a two hundred and fifty dollars risk free bet on your first bet. New customers only. Terms and conditions apply. We will see you next week. There's three of us. Now let's make some money. Woo woo. Ow.